0: You watch this video, you're feeling it. The one to go. I guess we're leaving Neverland, so let's get on with the show. Nah, MJ plays a skeleton and he plays the mayor too. In an Eddie Murphy white face suit. Oh, folks, I'm telling you, you know it's bad. It's bad. It's pretty fucking bad. Oh, it's bad. Let's all dunk on it. Nah. It's Stephen Ooh. King and Stan Winston's 40-minute music video goes so bad. Hi! Abe <laughs> hey, and listener. Welcome. Hello! <laughs> Con- ah. Congratulations. He does it on so On that gold yeah. record, Michael. <laughs> you, another one. The another ha, one. Dude, the ha's. <laughs> Holy So long Jesus. and loud and strong. Barbaric. Michael <laughs> Jackson's Ghosts. <laughs> That's right. This is Kings of King. That's Abe Epperson. I'm Michael Swain. We're covering all forms of video adaptations of Stephen King, the works of Stephen King, or things that he worked on. And uh, I this counts, if you will kindly look on Wikipedia, it says based on Stephen King both co wrote the screenplay for this, such as it is. <laughs> and uh, it's based on a story by himself and another author. So I guess it were loud, but um, I saw this as a little kid on Laserdisc. I now remember because my wow. dad showed it to me. Um, but we are covering 1996's 40 minute extended music video, which was something Michael Jackson used to do. Our younger listeners may not know Ghosts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Outpaced Thriller
1: for the longest music video ever and has since been outpaced by, I don't know, people who, you know, Challenge uh, Guinness Book World Records For the fun of it And just oh, made sure. like an 8 day music video I looked
0: Bellator. it up Shit. <clears throat> But
1: I think as far as Like popular music video This goes On top uh, In terms of if you just care about length. the length yeah, Of the sure. thing <laughs>
0: Lemonade kind of feels more epic But I guess each individual song Like you couldn't right. count the whole album Bjork has video projects But you couldn't count mm-hmm. the whole album it's interesting. So yeah, I guess. I guess. Although I, I, guess. I still think this cheats ghosts in the sense that it has yeah. three music, three s- distinct songs in it with three sets of lyrics that are all different. Right. You know, they're considered but it's separate songs. Continuous, so it does well, feel like that it's that a lemonade medley. Is longer.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So right. maybe, right. maybe it's not. That's the point. That's the point. Maybe it's
0: not. <laughs> um, but we'll tell you what it is in our first yes. segment. Where we synopsize what we've seen. (laughs) Don't even try to make sense of it yet. It's just a register of what happened. In under the dome. Our best guess puts the dome at 20,000 feet, sir. Did he just call it a dome? You think we might be stuck in here a while? Uh, I'm going to do it every segment.
1: Every segment, too. Uh, For your information, he does the scream that controls the ghosts. (laughs) And he doesn't. And it's like this... I don't know, bar- bar- barbaric yelp.
0: Yeah, it's originally, I think, became famous in at the end of, I think it's bad, but I could be wrong, but at the end of one of his hugest hits, the music video version, There's like a solid minute or something. At least that's how long it is in my memory, of him like jumping on cars, grabbing his crotch, and screaming "ha" so loud that all the windows break and shit. And it's like a power, like I cannot be contained. Ha! Fear my right. My my song, my dance
1: will not be restrained by this corporal
0: world. And although it was become a ghost, I remember thinking it was odd to be at the end of a music video of like a pop song. I mm-hmm. thought it, people liked it at the time and thought it was interesting. Um, and clearly he took that to heart because he does it like 35 times in this, mm-hmm. you know, a decade later. Uh, all right. You want to kick the synopsis off, Abe? i love to. Please Lightning do.
1: crashes.
0: An old mother <laughs> crash. Just yeah, kidding. <laughs>
1: a crow lands on a sign that displays welcome to normal valley full of, quote, nice regular people. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> You see this And then we immediately cut to the people and it's almost like a Simpsons joke. And I feel like this is Steven's little addition. They have torches in their hand as they walk towards a house with another sign that says somewhere else. Torches and uh, and pitchforks,
0: even though they're dressed as modern, it's modern Right? It's,
1: it's kind of, it's very, everything about this is PG. So don't imagine the horror, the most horror version of it, but it definitely is going for those. Like it wants to be scary. Um, so the uh, congregation is a bunch of just random townsfolk, mostly children and parents, that the Haunted Mansion in front of them, they think, is just a full of bunch of ghosts. So there, nothing more. It's just a bunch of ghosts. We're going to go in there, which is kind of already like, that's a weird opinion. But anyway. Let's get the town uh, together and go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Go in there and get rid of the ghosts, I guess. One uh the mayor is leading the... Yeah. And the mayor played by Michael Jackson is leading them. And he's like the truest. He's the the vocalization of the chorus uh, for the most part, um, though the chorus splits later. The Mm -hmm. door slams behind them. And basically it's a parody of any generic haunted house story. They arrive in a large receiving room, I guess, and they find a masked cloak figure. Instead, uh, it's kind of like a riff on the Phantom of the Opera mask, but he's holding a skull mask, and it's MJ. And he asks, did I scare you? And some of the kids were scared. It cuts to reaction shots, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh-huh, yeah, I was scared. But the mayor says plainly, you did not scare me. <laughs> so I guess MJ will have to try harder. That is how he interprets those that information. He's like, oh, I didn't scare you? Well, gotta scare you, so... Um, but the mayor stops him, uh, and before he does his initial scare, he says, we want you out of town. It's, it's nice and normal town, he says, and you are not. And he says, quote, aren't you ashamed? Young people are impressionable. They say, um, you are strange and I don't like you. The mayor says, MJ insists that scaring people is. You know just for fun it's just a thing That we can all do and sometimes you can Take it too far but like it's mostly Just for fun Uh, and MJ realizes that the mayor Is trying to scare him Like he uses a nice little logical Beat where he goes Like I see what you're doing you're trying To scare me so Now we have a scare off which is a Total logical Thing to do Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Uh, So they want him out of town and then MJ rips off his uh, his own face off, mm-hmm. uh, and that's face? his like opening move. Oh. that's pretty good. That's a pretty good move if you're trying to you, like, all someone? right, scares yeah. scare
0: off. Uh, let me rip my off, own face leave off. Just a skull,
1: <laughs> and the crowd runs away. And then he summons his family, uh, which is a handful of apparitions from like I don't know, like Mozart times, like Elizabethan times. Yeah, but it's dusty and
0: cobweb and zombieish. They seem like yeah. they just recorded Backstreets back, all right, and like. Covered him in dust and moved them over to the set, basically.
1: And it's very clear that he, with the huge hit that Thriller was, he wants you to think. Remember, Thriller, Thriller, you know, and that's that's how this works. Um, so yeah, this uh, lays the foundation for the first basic, like the basic music video sequence. The rest of the movie kind of takes place in. Uh, It starts with the like basically the first song is Too Bad. Um, These are all songs that are off of either history or blood on the dance floor, I believe. And the intro for Too Bad is pretty insane. Like he has to get his zombie family in line Mm -hmm. and he takes like perhaps three minutes of time on screen preparing Mm -hmm. for the song. Mm -hmm. Like and that to me is like the height of Michael Jackson's confidence. It's like the whole section is nine minutes of the 40 minutes where he's basically just going, all right, we're about to begin. Let's go. Any yeah. like clicks and co- calls for their attention and stuff. Um, there's an interlude after the song, where the ghosts walk on the walls and jump off columns and look at all dance the kids Dance on the ceiling. Yeah, dance on the scene, all seemingly at the beck and call of MJ. Ha! Where he just yells at them, uh, and the children love it. The parents and the mayor are aghast. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and it all ends with the ghost descending from the ceiling in a Christ pose back to the ground with angelic music under it. Then uh, Michael Jackson puts his mask back on and turns into a full CGI skeleton. And this starts the next song, um, which MJ performs... With
0: eyeballs, though, in the sockets.
1: With eyeballs, yeah. And also
0: dance shoes, little dance (laughs) Dance shoes, which is great. But not one Uh, glove, which would have been a funny touch.
1: Right, and this song is... uh, Is It Scary? Um... And he's got, yeah, so he approaches and he grabs the mayor during the dance sequence and he teleports to the back of the room and screams again, as you'd expect. And the ghosts try to do little flybys to scare the mayor in particular, like they're really focusing uh, on the mare And the zombies drop to the ground And like freak out Which I loved uh, I don't really know how to describe What they were doing Or how they think it's scary But they were just Kind kind of having conniption fits mm-hmm. uh, But you know It's interpretive dance It's mainly stomps uh, I mean like if zombies were a band yeah. It'd probably be stomp stuff You know It's monster um, shit Right And then we get to the next song And the kids oh, at this shit. point Are loving it Like uh, after six minutes Of being a skeleton Uh, Michael Jackson turns into a large demon faced man Mm -hmm. uh, and he goes into the mouth of the mayor like he controls him, possesses him for the final dance. Um, Finally, and that then that happens. He's like in a fat suit in crazy makeup, which we'll get into. Um, He does this whole elaborate dance and this is supposed to be like the. Than the headline of the, whole the thing. And
0: now the parents are into it too. They think now this the parents, is pretty yeah. So funny. mayor is the only Scary holdout, fun. but he, he just
1: needed to be possessed. Yeah, it's <laughs> in spooky, order but to it understand. Ain't no one, yeah.
0: Right. Uh,
1: so finally, the mayor does take control over over his own body, and he yells stop. Um, and the ghosts return to their fires and run away and such. And then MJ bursts from the mayor's chest, or I guess in the form of a hand holding a mirror. Showing the mayor his own image, which at this point has gotten become corrupted
0: and demon like, yeah.
1: And this enrages the mayor, uh, who finds he sees himself transforming into some kind of demon. And so then he does a little smiegel. He uh, talks his two personalities in one body. This is all MJ baby, and it culminates in the question, "Who's the freak now?" And then MJ at uh, then MJ just like pisses out of the mayor's mouth.
0: Um, and then he onto returns to the in kids. his kids it's pretty yeah mean he emerges, yeah, he
1: emerges, so Michael Jackson now is in full bot he's he's returned to his normal you know white shirt, black pants kind of look, um, and he takes a bow, thinking he has successfully outscared the mayor uh and MJ asks, You still want me to go,' and the kids shake their heads, but the mayor still screams, yes.' Uh, MJ then agrees, and he says, "Okay, I'll go." And then he slams himself onto the floor, and he turns into dust. Like and Willy then it, Wonka again, might. Right, angelic <laughs> choir music returns, and select children look on with sadness as he blows away <laughs> in the wind. In <laughs> uh, the final kind of moments, as this, as the mayor oh, tries dude, to this is good. what. As the mayor mayor tries to leave the townspeople home from the mansion, MJ (laughs) now talking as the appearance of a double door like a giant double door size. Yeah, uh, basically sized face. he
0: opens the double doors and yeah. a and a double door sized Michael Jackson head is blocking the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: so he didn't really die. Yeah, he's like and a so zombie now. And, and so he and of course and the scariest the mayor, thing you could do. Fucking of course. He, yeah. he screams, hello <laughs> which I
0: love. Yeah, and the mayor is
1: terrified. Jesus I guess the scaring God. isn't done. Yeah. <laughs> and the mayor runs away from the group <clears throat> And out the window, like fucking Wiley Coyote he leaves an imprint of his body shape like a coward. This is true. Uh, and MJ's. And MJ stands triumphant, and everyone agrees that they were very scared when he asks them. <laughs> he asks, and then Most Deaf is there. Most Def is there. Uh, yeah, everyone, everyone, gather is around. He the one that Def says, is oh, there.
0: Damn, like who was he? Yeah,
1: he's. I, I don't know. He's credited no. as like Dante, but I don't <laughs> right, think that. All that the that's, parents
0: had random names. <laughs> like it's not like we ever get a name. Uh, uh, and then there's a and then there's a punch, which is the little kid. One of the kids in the audience. Right. Even noticing like freckle face kid reaches up to his face as if he's going to rip his face off in MJ style and goes hey everyone like did I do it is this scary and then you cut to the exterior and everyone screams the end so the fun yeah. is infectious just like this pod yep. just like this and pod and COVID and COVID and COVID speaking uh, that's of that's under the
1: dome baby
0: <laughs> speaking of yeah <laughs> uh what speaking of grim reminders that we are all of us mortal let's rip off our own faces and rest of flesh for the next segment where we talk about any pertinent facts about the nuts and bolts of the creation of the film that we think will come to bear in the discussion it's called skeleton crew something in the mist Shut the doors! Shut the doors! Ah! Oh yeah, I forgot. Ah! <laughs> okay. Um, okay, it's like trivia and cast and crew. I actually forgot mm-hmm. to look at the IMDb trivia page. Is it rich and hilarious? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay, it actually, I thought it might not be. Uh, there's not a
1: ton known about
0: the actual like.
1: I mean, they have at the in the the credit sequences video of like behind the scenes, but um, yeah, there's not a ton. It was a short shoot. It's like a music video shoot, exactly what you expect. But obviously, the big names here are Stanley Winston. We got Stanley, the Stan, the man, Winston. Yep. If
0: directing, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's got a writing credit on it, too. Writers are Stan Winston, Mick Garris, and Stephen King, based on a short story by Mick Garrison and Stephen King. <clears throat> and um, um, And, of course, Michael Jackson, credited as playing the maestro, the mayor... The mayor Ghoul, the Super Ghoul, a skeleton, and self.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I th- I didn't know that when does they he appear separated self? Maestro as himself. Isn't like he? The,
0: isn't he Maestro the whole time? When is he self? I think maybe he's only <laughs> himself when he dies. When is I he don't he really real know. Michael Jackson. Yeah, maybe with the dust. Or
1: like I don't know what the head canon is here. I'll be honest. Um, oh, but did you notice? A lot of it. Did you notice? Uh, I have a question for you Mm -hmm. because you didn't look it up. You know what the uh, director of photography, the DP, did the following year? This is 96, so 97 Mm -hmm. is the year I'm talking about. He won the Academy Award for (laughs) Titanic. Wow. Russell Carpenter DP'd this. And they all And it looks
0: fine. Well, Michael Jackson, so I want to give some clarification recaps, if I may, real quick, just for people who might not know, but I'll keep it real quick because most people know. Michael Jackson, of course, famously the king of pop, um, probably still known by most people, even our younger listeners. Certainly you've heard his songs. Um, But to touch on the various controversies, started with the Jackson 5. So very, very young. He was the youngest one, was already a famous pop star, ton of hit songs, then split off. Many of them had solo careers. Michael had the biggest one, movies, blah, 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 everything. Uh, got a lot of plastic surgery. Um, claimed to be whitening his skin because he had vitiligo, but rumors were that he was just whitening his skin and getting lots of plastic surgery to assimilate to some kind of whiteness or to make himself look more like Peter Pan or something. Are some theories? Uh, he lived in like a fanciful carnival that he built called Neverland Ranch and always hung out with children there. And then there were long running allegations that he was having sex with some of the children. Some of his celebrity child friends uh, stood up for him and said, no, that never happened. There was recently a big documentary where other victims said, no, that definitely happened, full on like sexual abuse and stuff. Um, And then he died and there was even more controversy about that because it was based on medications that a shady doctor was giving him. So like a crazy troubled life, but you certainly know his music. And uh, then I also want to mention Stan Winston, famous not for writing or directing, but just in case you don't know the name off the top of your head, famous for creature effects and animatronic effects and things that are like deeply embedded in our childhood collective consciousnesses, if you're our age. Abe, can you name some Stan Winston builds off the top of your head?
1: Uh, yeah, like Stan Winston is probably most famous for, I mean, like... Jurassic Park's right there. Uh, He worked with James Cameron for a long time, so like he really jumped in, jumped onto the scene uh, with Terminator Two, right? Aliens actually—I forget that uh, Aliens was before that in the eighties. Batman Returns is there, but yeah, he worked with Steven Spielberg for Jurassic Park. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like
0: Andy Kaufman movie. Um, But also. All the way, basically the puppet man. Sorry, no, no, that's it. Um, I wanted to mention, geez, yeah, Shutter Island, Galaxy Quest, uh, because he became a legend and everyone used him. The thing, Small Soldiers, Congo. Um, I wanted to go all. Didn't he? But he started in 1946, so he's like like he made everything that moved until CG was invented basically, or inspired it. Like the lion's share of stuff you've seen <laughs> that moved around. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. His fucking uh, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me pertinent to our weekend, but I'm not going <laughs> to get into that anyway. Um, I think that's all I wanted to say about Michael Jackson, and Stan Winston. I'll note that I dug mm-hmm. into Garris cause I like short genre fiction a lot. Uh, yeah. He's a prolific horror writer. Of horror movies that I find mid or like fine, but a lot of them. So he's like a workhorse, just horror guy. They probably brought in for credibility, I would imagine. Um, Right. And the on-camera credits are story by Stephen King, Stan Winston, Mick Garris, and Michael Jackson, which I like to think means... Especially when you get into, which we will, how personal it seems to MJ's tastes and like what's going on in 1996 for him. Um, and clearly the appeal of Stan Winston wanting to try out some effects he wanted to try out. I'm, a, I'm like, there had to be a meeting of all four of them. I just want to imagine oh, yeah. Michael Jackson being like, I want this to happen and this to happen. And Stephen King and being like, like, yeah, like okay. that sounds good. Maybe they could have torches and shit in the first scene. And he's like, that sounds good. And like, there's no way it was more than that. Like more complex than that No Yeah That's good But Sounds hear, good Yeah Stephen King and Michael Jackson Shooting the shit Oh my god um, uh, That's all I have yeah. for Skeleton Crew
1: No that's I mean that's all That's really necessary yeah. This oh, is wait. obviously a, I'm yep. sorry
0: One more thing I just wanted to note That this is like the weirdest One of the last Most bloated versions of this But uh, He did Also Pioneer in the Uh, music video space a lot famously, and he did do these long music videos before, and some of them are considered like masterpieces of pop. Like, uh, doesn't matter if you're black or white, is actually good. Uh, and this is like one of those after he's gone mad with power, (laughs) but he was doing these even before this one.
1: Yeah, it's it was like to him continuation of like how his vibe. Yeah. Um, and as we'll (laughs) kind of vibe it is. Right, and uh, I think we should move on to the next segment so Mm -hmm. we can talk about the real stuff. And this one is where we talk about, uh, I don't know, theme symbolism, maybe a little bit of history or context in which to watch the film Michael Jackson's Ghosts, the Mm 40-minute music video. This is what we call It. Bill, if you'll come with me, you'll float
0: too. You'll float too. You'll float too. Ha. (laughs) Um, ah. Yeah, sorry about the video thing, but I just want people <laughs> yeah. to be able to find it. We were briefly worried it wouldn't, it would be scrubbed from the internet, but of course, no, no, right? It's around, right? Um, okay, so yeah, go ahead. 1993
1: is when, uh, the child sex abuse, uh, sex abuse accusations against Michael Jackson happened for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and it was, um, It was lobbed by Evan Chandler, who is a screenwriter, um, and he had and his son, Jordan, um, were saying that Jackson had molested Jordan uh, during, you know, a a certain time that he was hanging out with him. Um, Now, that is in the zeitgeist. He was he was like none of the charges came up. He was all uh, he was found on not guilty. But the People v. Jackson kind of trial was, you know, a pretty big deal. Um, And in 1993, this obviously shook, uh, regardless of the verdict, what Michael Jackson was dealing with on uh, in terms of his own popularity. So this is kind of a response to that. Obviously, uh, it's the metaphors are not that steep, uh, in order to, you know, gather exactly what he's trying to say here. What did you think about that, Michael? Uh, the big question I want to lob at you is that MJ chooses to play in this movie, both a version of himself, who is like a pariah, his legion a bunch of dancers and his would be executioner. And, uh, I want to talk a little bit maybe about the psychology of that or like just the fact that this was displayed loudly back to the zeitgeist that was unsure of exactly how to feel about Michael Jackson.
0: Wait, are you saying he played all the dancers? I didn't think that
1: he didn't play all the dancers, but he played all of like the, like he played the, he played the, um, like the, the zombie captain kind of deal. Famous for
0: inventing, of course, also the moonwalk and being an incredible dancer as well as music producer, singer, songwriter, Um, and star of video. That's what I want to get across. We were reminded this weekend as well, because there was an arcade cabinet at the place we stayed. This person was so famous that there was like an arcade game called Moonwalker. You know, it would be like if you had a Beyonce video game where she shot lasers it's crazy how marketable kind of awesome. the dude became. <laughs> yeah. So it was a huge fall from grace. And of course, about like the grim, one of the grimmest, most disturbing things possible. So boy, what a, what a news story. Um, and then he once also hung his baby over a balcony and his baby's name is Blanket. This is all the stuff you need to know to get <laughs> Michael Jackson's vibe. <laughs> you dialed in. Yes, I think. Um, so a couple things on what you asked. One, uh, recently there's been some episodes of some show, some reality show, but I think it's more people are more aware that there's a subculture of people who like try to be Peter Pan and are interested in, in making mm-hmm. themselves like Peter Pan. And I got to say, after like processing all this information, especially after seeing ghosts, like where I'm resting right now is, um, I think he was trying to assimilate it over the course of his life. I think he was trying to be Peter Pan. I think he got... So much attention when he was young that he thought somehow he needed to stay young. He needs approval. He cared about his image, um, and and I imagine and like, I believe after the finding Neverland, the leaving Neverland doc, uh, you know, acted out his own sexual trauma on other victims. Um so so complex and kind of in my life given just my I don't know maybe there's like the Pointer sisters were also really fucked up but um almost the prototypical like if I was writing a screenplay like Citizen Kane I don't think I could write as staggeringly interesting or Ma- or like he's it's like the child star archetype like how child star can ruin you on the grandest scale and he like, as he aged and he stayed good at making pop music the whole time, which is like we can talk about, but it's almost neither here nor there. He became like this weird crystalline insectoid man that like lived in a castle right. far away Um He's just such an interesting figure, and I have to say, this thing almost seals the deal for me that he molested those kids, if not before. This is almost right. incri- as incriminating as the victim testimonials, and I think that's what you were getting at, because <laughs> basically, the scenes with the mayor, the mayor, and the and I and I think the dude also, of course, was deeply sad and self-hating, because uh, mm. the way the mayor says the word "freak", freak. and like. And he also, you know, towards the end of his career, did songs like "Leave Me Alone," and uh, we'll get into the lyrics of these songs. But this thing is over the top to where it's comical and tragic, defensive projection, where it's like, um, uh, I know, I I have kid friends. I don't scare kids. Kids like that. I actually, even more, the things that I do to kids, they like it. Okay? So fuck off. And you pay children to be there and smile and nod. And it's like uh, trying to flip it to, you guys just think I'm weird. It's just a smear campaign because I'm odd. You're persecuting otherness. But as we mentioned, but we have to dig into, it gets to the point where, He makes meaningful eye contact with the mayor and then like holy music happens. And there are soul shots like crane shots that represent the soul leaving the body or like awe of people in awe as the dancers assume the position of Christ on the cross and float down. And it's like he's saying like, you think I'm a freak, but I'm actually... Jesus I'm actually It's it's like a Yeah Like I sacrifice To give you this great music I'm the special one I share you my gift I give you everything After I die And turn to dust My music and dance Will still matter My skeleton You'll fight over As he's Like in the Leave me alone music video He makes an analogy To the fact that His skeleton Will be fought over And I I do think It's symbolic of like This love hate thing That he must have felt Of like I'm worthless and disgusting Unless I get all the validation, but at the same time, how dare you people judge me? I'm a fucking untouchable genius, and it's, both are kind of true. <laughs>
1: it's so obvious that it was his idea
0: for everything. The, in it is his idea for the yeah.
1: finale. Yeah, I mean, he was huge. Uh, his like the finale of the movie really stems from showing the mayor, and this is him saying, you know, people who accuse me.
0: Look in the mirror. You're actually the freaks. It's which is often a defense. I think which is often takes is other people are just as bad. Secretly, they're all doing shit like this. Um, But lyrics in that portion when he's looking in the mirror, the lyrics Mm. include, "I think the evil is you. I think the evil is you." So like it's transparent as hell. Like it couldn't be more, but it's, it's also like the screenplay from adaptation that the dumb brown right. is, right? Exactly. <laughs>
1: because it's also almost to, it's almost satire. Just given the fact that, you know, it, it is you MJ though. Like it is, it you, is though. you. <laughs> yeah. You're playing your
0: own inner critic. Yeah. You didn't have to play your own Every, inner critic, but right. you chose yeah, but meta. to. And by doing it with it here's it's good makeup. It's like, uh, it's, uh, camouflage. Like I didn't know that the mayor was Michael Jackson at first for a little bit until he yeah. danced in the suit. And I realized, Oh, it has to be him based on like the dance skill. But it's literally like, he's like, look, I could be normal. I could be white to the point that you don't even know it's me. I could be anything. Like, I what do you own want from Stan me? Stan Winston and right. make him do this to me every day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like you I, outcast. You try yeah. to outcast me, but I am. I am inside you. I possess you. Like, and he's right On in your the sense bones. that his the the art that he made became culture for a period of the eighties, nineties. Like. Mm. I am conformity. He set a template that pop stars are still following to some degree. Like, look at the sales. How can you call me abnormal? All culture right now descends from me. And so therefore I can do anything (laughs) and I can do no wrong. Right. Is also kind of the shadow implication of that. Like my music is the sacrifice. It's everything I'm above this. And I'm sure (laughs) in his private moments, he's like, Oh my God, what have I done? No, I'm awful. I think that also comes through in this. Um, absolutely yeah like there's a scene uh that i'm like he must have practiced imagining him practicing this in the mirror to like learn his lines uh let me see let me find it who's yeah yeah who's scary now freak this is the literal line word for word him talking to himself in a mirror and he wrote this and he had to rehearse it Who's scary now, freak, freak boy, freaky circus boy freak? Huh? Who's scary freak? Who's weird now? Look at yourselves. We're all disgusting. (laughs) Like, this is intense shit. This is intense therapy that's
1: happening in front of the the fucking population, man. You know what this this music video
0: reminded me of, Abe? The act of killing. (laughs) cuz it's a a setup that is recapitulating like a psychological exercise which right. if you're familiar it's with that doc, that also is it's it's it's
1: like pave over psychology you know just like just throw it under the rug baby uh and just keep keep everything going keep the engines going i want to yeah go ahead i i want to ask you cuz oh, there's a moment a brief you. moment yeah. where <laughs> Related to what we you were just talking mm-hmm. about, where he asks after all the dust is kind of settled
0: and he has Talk become about dust. sacrifice. He he's like, you hurt my feelings. I will turn into dust and blow away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But he
1: when he returns as a human or whatever. I, I maybe this is MJ himself or this is the Maestro character. He asks the townspeople, Sans Mayor, did we have a good time here? Do we have fun though? And there's a moment that the edit of the movie plays that really harps on the reluctance of the townspeople agreeing to the fact that they had a good time here. Now,
0: yeah. I many say, times I did, in the I movie, I just got to note a stat because uh, mm-hmm. I made a note of it, and it supports what you're saying. Um, You know, the whole thrust of the bulk of this is a classic. Uh, an entertainer performing music so good that it wins you over and you can't help but smile and dance right we've seen it a thousand times it's 40 minutes long the people in the crowd don't change from being scared to going like oh the rhythm is infecting me until 26 minutes in they're genuinely scared (laughs) most of the time like for the bulk of it they're like i don't know about this (laughs) There's two like kids that we keep checking in on who are freaks from the get-go. Yeah, right, but right, yeah, right.
1: for the most part, it's that's true. But this moment is really interesting to me because it's they you know, well, like there's one thing to just not have like to have a lame duck response to something. Like the actors are not like giving you the thing you want. This is not that. This is The hive mind of the filmmakers, the editorial procedure that is trying to get you as the audience member to understand that the townspeople are reluctant to say, yes, we did, but then eventually do when they're kind of like coaxed into it by MJ. And that shows one of two things, either a kind of weird self-awareness that doesn't seem Possible, given all the other facts that are on the table that you just outlined or two push back from you know s- Stan Winston and the the group the producing group that like made this happen going like we should at one point like separate ourselves from MJ maybe and say like but it is it's a half measure it's very s- strange that like, whoever created the rest of this movie also created that moment where everything was leading to the townspeople cheering and saying, haza, the, you know, ding dong, the mayor's dead kind of thing. Uh, but they don't even go that far. Yeah. And that's strange to me because, like, he could have... I guess that was like maybe too much for him or too much for, that, for the group, like the filmmakers, because that feels really strange to me that if you're denying everything outright, making an obvious metaphor, when you stick the landing and kind of have the, the, the movie has some form of reflexivity, uh, they are kind of like, yeah, this is all kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe that was the intention, but I, I just that moment stuck out to me as a like strange kind of uh, aberrant kind of moment uh, amongst the rest.
0: Yeah. Like when they walk up the walls and dance on the ceiling and he yells ho for a really long time. And then he says, are you scared? That's the other thing is the ghost <laughs> danced. They didn't do spooky stuff. He did it first, but then they just did an eight minute dance routine. So right. I would honestly be like, I don't know that I'm scared, but I'm not calm. I don't know what I feel, (laughs) (laughs) which also speaks to directing, right? And how you're composing a a sensory experience, which leads to the question I wanted to ask you, Stan Winston, this is one of Stan Winston's only directing credits ever. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you think he did as a director? I do think the troll and the mirror effect was awesome. Obviously, he was fuck- yeah. he was almost using this as a way to practice with CG. Like he, the CG skeleton, I'm sure he was like learning as he did that, or or like excited to do it. But as effects aside, what? Why do you think Stan Winston did this, and how do you think he performed? I mean, answer is always money, right?
1: Like it, this, this sure, is sure. a bunch of people in their prime. So they got together because they're like, all we have to do is assemble under the same lights and we're going to get so much money. Mm -hmm. Um, As for his like, I don't know, to me, I kind of agree with you. Like uh, Stan Winston is so good at like all the puppetry Mm -hmm. that he really... And he's been around in cameras and great directors for so long that, like, even even if just osmosis, he knows where to put camera to make it look great. He obviously doesn't give a fuck about things like character and, um, you know, like what how the narrative has really has no ends. consistent
0: pacing. Yeah, or
1: maybe he gives a fuck, but it's like not his prime attention. Or he couldn't Your fight abs- MJ, right? Well, you know, and so. Right. That's not what he's in it for. And that's not what I think people are watching it for. So as far as director's kind of job, I think he did a good job. Like he did the thing he was supposed to do. And the reason he did it was probably because it was kind of a slam dunk, you know, kind of like MJ screaming after he does a song. (laughs) It's like you do that after uh, you do an impressive feat of humanity. Um, So That's this is his slam dunk, I guess. I think, and it was an easy probably shoot for the most part. You know, didn't have a lot of footage, didn't have a
0: lot of scenes. Yeah, except the practical on MJ, I bet was tough. That suit, yeah, was pretty and that CG
1: CG nineteen ninety six CG skeleton doing and the crumble to dust, not terrible. Like I could tell that that skeleton was MJ. You know, like I could tell that that it was mimicking his form and his moves. That's impressive for that, you know, age. I mean, we had already had Jurassic Park, which had kind of fucked with that shit, but this was like, this is closer to like 1999's The Mummy, you know, where we have a full CG figure, uh, yeah. you know, adversary in that movie, where it's like you see from head to toe a CG character. There is a short stint of just straight up, it's a skeleton moving. And that is probably the hardest time, like thing for that at that time. Now you can probably just download a three D model of a skeleton and give it to a, some boy on YouTube who's been doing visual effects since he was sixteen. Animation. And he'll board. have it ready for you. He'll have it ready for you in three days. But back in Stan Winston's times in 1996, of your uh, that uh,
0: that that was probably the hardest part of this whole project. Once he's convinced him at the end. Uh, one of the parents when they're all It's just a rabble 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 of like Things are cool this was fun You know one mm-hmm. of the parents literally Says a line that's clearly scripted You ain't bothering nobody You're just up here doing your thing And I, yeah. love, he's like that's what you should Say you should mind your own fucking Business you know what I mean yeah. um, <laughs> And yet I do think It's interesting as you noted that the conflict Is there and you don't know if Stan or Stephen Inserted that or Garrus, um, or if MJ is self-aware or does it subconsciously, but it's very notable that after that, when he says, did we have a good time? Uh, it's forceful. Like I just did. It's mean as if he is aware to some degree that people love him because they fear him and because he has money and power and fame. He
1: knows he's overbearing and that's just who he is and he's not going to apologize That's for also that baked me.
0: in. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you should love God, but also fear God. He wants yeah, it's, both. And I only use God because he uses the Christ imagery and shit. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a
1: lot of that Bo Burnham, um... Song where he's talking to the audience straight up and he's like, I love you and I hate you. Yeah. You know, like, and it's this kind of relationship that
0: obviously. How dare you be my only source of validation, main, but also please keep it coming. Comment for to please performers. forgive
1: me for something I didn't do and also how I could never do that. Yeah. I could never do that. So it's the weird hypocrisy. And obviously, everyone's got their own opinion on, uh, you know, about Michael Jackson and sexual abuse of, you know, kids. But, you know, wherever everyone lands on that. What's your name? Um, pro? I haven't actually <laughs> seen the documentary, so I don't have the influx. It is crazy to me that like with Latoya Jackson, who at one point was, you know, like she was like, yeah, yeah, he's a pedophile when he, she was estranged from the family. And then in like 2009 came back and said, I'm so sorry I said those things. Mm-hmm. It all really smells like. You know, like they are the, these are, this is our select, our celebrities, our royalty who can control everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have that, those vibes. Or to quote so a lyric happened. from this
0: song, Ghost, in this, mm-hmm. uh, just cause you said smell. <laughs> This line just made me laugh it doesn't mean anything but he says there's a ghostly smell around a ghostly smell is around it's like a dusty it's a ass weird concept. ghost farts yeah, yeah what the some, fuck what smells like a ghost up in this
1: yeah that's not the sense i would use when i'm like ah
0: the ghost what's a sp- what do you yeah what's a spooky halloween lyric Legolas, what are your ghost ears smell? <laughs> what do your elf nose? <laughs> your elf nose see?
1: Yeah, it's like a very strange uh there there's I, I feel like he had so much control over the project
0: and it was yeah. so personal. They show that the no parents no one said no. Uh they show one of the parents being physically abusive with their kid as if, as if to say, like, again. Behind closed doors, like normal families hit their kids and shit. Like everyone abuses kids, you know. It's almost slipped <laughs> so in there. So I
1: can abuse kids, yeah, yeah.
0: or um, or so at least normalize it to myself in some way, or at least yeah. even if he, or at least or at least do a savvy PR thing and try to deflect. Maybe that's all it was. Maybe it was consciously calculated. Maybe um, it was, yeah. but
1: it does definitely seem like a narrative trying to be controlled by a very powerful group of PR people and you know, the estate of Mike, the Jackson estate, which was so, you know, thrived on its own image. So it had a lot to, uh, lose. You see these actions and you go,
0: well, maybe we don't know the specifics, but something happened, I think has to be. And I don't know how you could lead such a trauma filled in its own way life. And I just suspect, (laughs) yes, shit probably went down. Um, and this uh, that rationalization dynamic is in there explicitly. Like I don't think we're even connecting dots into that's it. a stretch. Yeah. Um one of the lines is in Too Bad, the first song is everyone throwing rocks to hide their hands. You know, like who are you to you know, let he who's without sin cast the first stone. Right. So literally saying like the what whataboutism, like it's that line is directly like, no, but what about you? You're all so dirty. We're all dirty.
1: We're all dirty. Yeah. yeah it's like, no, nah, you're not answering that. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's yeah. just a straw man. Um,
0: can I throw some other lyrics at you since I yeah, looked them please. up and poured through them? <laughs> I love it. Um, is it scary includes... And I think this speaks to him being a chameleon and being able to transcend form. He can be dust. He can be bones. It doesn't matter. He's Michael Jackson. You know, I'm I'm not black. I'm OJ. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be exactly what you want to see. It's keep that Bo Burnham shit in mind. This is that shit. I'm going to be exactly what you want to see. It's you who's taunting me, but because you're wanting me to be the stranger in the night. Am I amusing you or confusing you? Am I the beast that you visualized? If you want to see eccentric oddities, I'll become grotesque before your eyes. Let it all materialize. (laughs) So I'll it's come grotesque in front of your eyes. Yeah, but it's like, but it's because you it like you're you're made me, me this way. This way. do this. You made yeah, me, which, way. Is, yeah. which is, which is another. In terms, I mean, of it's also psychological dynamics.
1: <laughs> also, what I've heard uh, right. the pathology of an abuser. You exactly. know, like that. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. So the spin cycle is full on full spin yeah. here. Um, masquerade my heart; it's to hide a hurting soul. It's not what you seek of me. Can the heart reveal the proof? Like a mirror shows the truth. The evil one is you. That's what I referenced earlier. And then last, who gave you the right to scare my family? Who gave you the right to scare my baby? She needs me. Who gave you the right to shake my family tree? They put a knife in my back. They shot an arrow in me. I tell you, you are the ghost of jealousy. A sucking ghost of jealousy. (laughs) Uh so he's, I, he's his lyrics are getting that. like on point I, in yeah. like you know they I, used to be like I love my baby and we dance and now they're or yeah. like this whale should be free um these are obviously about what's going on with the case mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: and wow that's that's interesting because that some of those lyrics they can I'm not sure if like uh misreading the subjects but it like does feel like grammatically, he could be talking about his own family stabbing him in the back and shooting arrows into him. You know, like there is a the fans, lot of managers, things going on. The news.
0: It could be a lot of Yeah, different it's things. clear he's yeah.
1: it's clear he's talking about the townspeople, aka the world, but society. There also might be something more of like, I am victim here, um, which is ultimately I think the statement he wants, yeah to pronounce here is that he's trying to say, i the, if you knew what was in my heart, I just, you know, want to be a kid. I want to hang out with kids. Uh, I know how that's weird, I, and I don't <laughs> know how to rectify hate, that I, here. I, yeah,
0: but I'm saying it from his point of view, but I suspect thoughts along the line of like, right, truly, like I'm not hurting them because in my heart, I'm not mean. I'm like i'm nice when you don't understand i'm nice when i do it i've right. heard that as a common rationalization for this shit as <laughs> exactly well. yeah exactly um uh and then to lighten the mood i just want to point out oh, another good effect we glossed over one of the dancers has a small like quato f- from total recall like <laughs> a whole other man that comes out of his mouth <laughs> comes out of his pretty his mouth, cool yeah. cool effects yeah, yeah,
1: it's a good idea for a dancer. I mean, I <laughs> wish we could all all that. That would be that was all the dancers,
0: but obviously budget. Um, no, yeah. Freaky boy, did you hear what I said? Freaky boy, <laughs> freaky it's boy. It's just wild. I heard, yeah, and the aesthetic is very like clumsy Edward Scissorhands or like cut rate and go right. vibe. Yeah, totally. That's totally. I mean, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. I mean, about. Here's.
1: It, what's amazing about this, uh, or what uh, what's what I found profound is that mm-hmm. when we were deciding what's the next Kings of King, what's the next cock, uh, mm. Michael just emailed me out of the blue, and he's just like, "I see that we got one on plan for next month. I'm obsessed with this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> concept, and he, you have successfully, uh, you know, infected me with that
0: obsession. Was, it is, yeah.
1: A, everyone go watch it." You can go it's watch it right now. And
0: as a historical artifact of someone trapped in a very unique life that is like right. almost no one will live. And it's also symbolic of like like Michael Jackson is what you get. Like, hey, Joker fans, this is what you get when society is structured this way. He's the, he's the one. Like that's the output of that. Um, very interesting. I actually was worried about nostalgia factor because when I saw the beginning in the description – I just go to a big master list of shit Stephen King worked on, right? And then I just saw the word Michael Jackson. I was like, that's interesting. And then when I saw the screen caps, I remember that my dad showed it to me only because we watched all the Michael Jackson long form music videos. And my dad loves Stan Winston. Um, am I correct in thinking Stan Winston is old enough to have done like, didn't he work on like Jason and the Argonauts and Wrath of the Gods and shit? Or Clash of the no, Titans? No, 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 no. I no, mean, that's, he, he Ray born, born in Ray like 19...
1: Harry 40s yeah, 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 was yeah, yeah. when he was
0: born. No, I can correct it's yeah, I'm sure it's Ray Harryhausen I'm thinking of. So uh Stan Winston, not the OG OG, but very good. Anyway, very my point being, as it unfolded, I was very happy to find out that there is plenty to unpack in this movie, and it's interesting and worth your watch. Uh and I don't think Michael Jackson's estate gets any money from it if that's an issue for you. It's just there is a, a video a, floating around.
1: Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're sorry, Stephen. Uh, but, you know, like people can watch this on Vimeo. <laughs> we found a Vimeo link. So, you know, you don't have to, you can not paint yeah. Stephen King as and well. I don't
0: know what it makes me think about Stephen King that he chose to do it right in the midst of the allegations. I'll just choose to believe that he really earnestly thought it was not true, I guess. It was the first one, and he was acquitted, so it did have this yeah. vibe. Macaulay Culkin famously it took, took the stand and swore. No, right. no, it did not happen. I think yeah.
1: there was multiple stages. There was like another one in uh, in the 90s Friend another the and another like one in the 2000s, <laughs> and so by the third time people were kind of like, okay, something's up. And then obviously he dies the in 2009. H- he dies,
0: more comes out, the victims come forward, they do an HBO special, and now I think most people think it probably happened. Think it
1: probably yeah. happened, yeah. Um, but, you know. But did we have a
0: good time here? <laughs> Are you ready to <laughs> did this we, thing, have <laughs> we, to we have a good
1: time? Let's move on to the next segment uh, where we place it uh, on a list that is ever-expanding. Uh, as this podcast goes into uh, the the pantheon of mm-hmm. King. So let's talk about and make the stand. It's
0: time to make your stand. Oh! Ah! Here we make our final stand. Uh, I believe we should probably start at the bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Get maybe. it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people might be surprised to find that my number 24 remains Salem Slot, the TV adaptation from 1979, Um, just as a little special burn from me. Because uh, I'm going to go ahead and spoil my 23 as Michael Jackson's goes. Um Also, because of the offensiveness of trying to gloss over your sexual assault charges has to be factored right. in. But I think Salem's Lot's boringness is even worse than that. Less I forgivable. I mean,
1: you're not wrong. And so at 24 in and 23, two. I'm going to go maximum overdrive for reasons that uh, Cocaine I've gone reasons. into. So, yeah. Yeah. And the mangler for... Similar reasons. Uh, both, all four of these films that
0: you've, we've mentioned, you know, there they are. Sure. Ghost <laughs> probably has the best craftsmanship of those films that we just mentioned, but I don't know yeah. what that means. Number mm-hmm. 22 for me is Maximum Overdrive, as you just I'm gonna said. Gonna go with, uh, I'm going to go with Dreamcatcher. Number 21, Green Mile, a well-made film that you'll have to listen to the episode to understand my take on. Number 21, 1979, Sam's Lot. So that's where I'm coming. Yeah, they all stink. Number 20, Dreamcatcher also stinks. <laughs> but now we're getting to the territory where stuff feels like a real movie to me, at least. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Number 20, I'm going to go with Thinner. Very bad uh, movie. Makes you feel gross Ain't an unintended yeah, I'm still, way. Yeah. I still think Thinner is uh, worse mm. than Michael Jackson's Ghosts uh oh yeah i forgot that that's in the running and it's still not dropped my Mm -hmm. 19 is children of the corn just boring not as boring as salem's lot but just boring i'm gonna go dark tower very very bad rates significantly higher on mine because of my soft spot for the material itself uh 18 desperation uh not boring but like trite like it ends with a stephen king analog bravely sacrificing himself to save the day i'm not on board for that shit
1: Uh uh-huh uh
0: what number are we on we're on 19 18 the dead zone also boring 17 the mangler not boring worth watching in my opinion just bad so 17 1990s it? Oh my god, that thing is boring. <laughs> yeah, sixteen. They a TV series, way boring and overrated, which dropped it a couple notches for me. Because right. I'm like, everyone needs to stop sucking this thing's dick. It's not good. I mean, it's got one great performance, but sure. man, oh man, yeah. is it slog. <laughs> uh, fifteen,
1: Dead Zone. 15. I thought we skipped maybe uh, the 16. Yeah. Children yeah. of the Corn, but my 15 is Pet Cemetery.
0: Children of the Corn, the Little Cock. Um, <laughs> I should not have said that. <laughs> Number, what was your 15? Pet Cemetery, the 2019, All last right. episode. 14's yeah. thinner for me. It's real bad. Wait, last episode. So you think Michael Jackson's Ghost is better than Pet Cemetery? It wasn't yes. good, but that surprises me. Okay. Yeah. What's well, your 14? Christine? That's the car, yeah, the haunted car. And it's it, coming up yeah. quick for me. Similar. Thirteen Running Man, too cheesy for me. I don't like movies like that. Thirteen Desperation, okay, but I get people liking Running Man for the record. Twelve Christine Car, haunted car. Twelve Creep Show, I
1: it's love parts not of it.
0: Better than Creep Show, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You can do your list however you want, but you better have a reason. Number eleven, apt pupil for me, the Nazi rapist movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go Green Mile for 11. Yeah, sure. I I would say equally offensive films in some ways. Number 10, Dark Tower. It was clumsy, but whatever. I like it for stupid reasons. Go ahead. Obviously, we're both allowed to have stupid reasons because you haven't dropped Ghosts yet. I still think at number 10, Mm -hmm. Apt
1: Pupil, the Nazi one. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, if the Brian Singer complaint than, is, that's valid. It's
0: it's, yeah. it's worse than Michael Jackson's ghost. But wait, he also has sexual assault allegations. Anyway, uh, my nine is Pet Cemetery, which I thought was all right. My
1: nine is 1408, which is actually, now we're
0: getting into the good stuff. I guess. Uh, I think so, but I don't know what game you're playing. Number eight is Creepshow, which is good and fun to me. Mm-hmm. Number eight's the running man for me, maybe just for nostalgia. Still hey, number seven is 1408, which goes really hard. If you like John Cusack it does just getting really his ass hard. handed to him, I think that's really fun. And this is where I this is where I had to really start to
1: dig deep. Cause I had to ask myself, what's better? Michael Jackson's ghosts or Brian De Palma's carry. Yeah. And at seven,
0: I'm gonna go carry. I weirdly went the other way. I Now I'm questioning it. But my number six is Brian De Palma's Carrie, a thoughtful and I would say important seminal horror movie from the point of view of an abused girl protagonist, big for the time, um, going through like domestic violence. Interesting topic for the time. Better than ghosts, I might venture. What's your number six, ghosts? My number six is, and this is one that really...
1: Now we're really getting in the same zone because now we have to ask ourselves, what, what is Stephen King doing? He's there to terrify you. So I had to ask myself, what's more terrifying, Michael Jackson's ghosts or the mist and that haunting fucking ending, you know? Uh, and number six, I'm going to put the mist.
0: I It's like I'm watching you shoot my children in the head. Number five. Number five is The Mist, sir. Number five. Um, And the only reason I'll give you that is there is scary things in in ghosts. I guess if you're thinking of the giant Michael Jackson head in the doorway, that is pretty scary. What's your number five? Dr. Sleep. (laughs) Fuck you, sir. Number four is... You better not. Number four. Misery. Misery. Kathy Bates. Number four, is, I, I agree. Misery is so Reiner. good. That's why, I, that's why I put it at number four as well. Oh, so we're agreed. We're agreed <laughs> about the last three because we've always been in lockstep on our top three, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, number Other than my penchant for Dr. Sleep, but I mean as a grouping. Uh, so yeah. here we go. Real rapid fire. Number three, Stand By Me. Great film. Stand ta- By Me. We're talking about important films now. The implying ghost is better than okay. Number two, Doctor Sleep. I really enjoy it, and I think it's wildly underrated yeah. for reasons I went into. And this is where you
1: probably are. You're like, okay, now I see what you were doing. Good. It right. Yeah, because like when you think about Stephen King, there's two movies. There's <laughs> Michael Jackson's Ghosts and The Shining, and that's why I put shining at number two no
0: my number one is the shining no and that means number one according to abe
1: epperson on this greener oh the best the best stephen (laughs) king story is michael
0: jackson's ghost (laughs)
1: That's right, people. And that's there forever now. Because this is a podcast. And we did it one episode, so it's now true for it's all true the episodes. Forever, you
0: fucker. All right. No. And the reason is because it's the scariest. It's the spookiest. It <laughs> made me terrified. And I guess it's time for us to make like ghosts and leave a Looney tunes style <laughs> outline of our bodies in the wall as we run away. But uh, if you want to hear other bonus Small Beans podcasts, mm-hmm. um, please check us out over at patreon.com slash small beans. You literally get double the content, including some exclusive shows that are only behind the paywall, like Spielboys and Star Trek The Next Futurama, to mention the ones that we host. And there's other ones mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, indeed. And in
1: the on the docket we have coming soon... Uh, another pick the flick for frame rate, which if you don't know, if you go to our patreon.com/slash small beans uh, link, you can pledge at the tier of pick the flick, which means you get to decide what movies we talk about. Now it isn't for this series, Kings of King, but it is for any movie because it's for frame rate. Uh, and we also got more episodes of Director Piece Theater, including Adam and I, um, Adam Ganser, our good buddy. Uh, and yeah. We have a lot of things in the pipeline, including our movie. So come follow us there at, uh, at patreon.com slash small to see what we're up to. Because we're up,
0: always up to no good. That's right. We're also making a feature film, which most podcast networks are not. Maybe all. We might be one of the only ones. Uh, so there will be um, along the line some updates about that process which we hope you'll find fascinating then we're trying to be very transparent about that our patrons will be privy to so if that interests you also head to patreon.com